This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno. With me is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido Fresno. Seemed like you wanted to laugh. I did. What was that about? (laughs) Busted up. Josh always has to say something right before we start podcasting. Chris it was like, a little bit before. Chris was counting down three, two, one, and I'm just like, <laughs> wait for it, wait for yeah. Also, you guys uh, have to listen to the air conditioner today because it's 103, so yeah. um, we're running it. We're in the middle of the great Fresno summer. Yeah. yeah. We're in the middle. We're at the very beginning of the great Fresno summer. Well, once you start it, you're just right in the middle of it. Yeah, once you start, you can't stop. Right. For like a for like three half months. year. Yeah. Yeah. But that's fine. So we have our conditioner. We're ready to go. So, all right. Uh, yeah. Today, we're talking about. Just let Josh do it because he, he wants no, to do it. No, so this wasn't me. So I was waiting <laughs> for someone to. I'm just. I'm going to sit back and enjoy the the wave on this one. Just ride along. <laughs> just ride Wait, the but, wave. But you're the talent without, without you. Yeah, Josh we're is nothing. The talent. What are you going to do? We'll find out. We'll find out how well you do this one. <laughs> Try it. Try it on your own, you two suck. Um, all right. So, yeah, we're going to talk about um, the literal use and metaphorical use of the words in martial arts. Of um, the words. Of Language. the words. Language. Of words yeah. in martial arts. Um, and good examples of this are combat. Um, people use it metaphorically all the time, but tend to think they are literally using the word combat or... Yeah. Um, warrior. warrior that's another yeah. one's common yeah so uh, this is a real pet peeve of mine yeah it's a hard one it's a hard one to talk about well and it's interesting it's i think it's a good topic because um it's one of the reasons i think we can't get to the truths about things sometimes um because we obscure it with language that we use in you know vague ways mm-hmm. so we talk metaphorically about, we talk yeah. what hey do we could we just have a definition this might be a nice little thing sure. a definition mm-hmm. of metaphorical and a definition of literal um to kind of help clarify literally yeah that's literally the word and i mean that's it's something that people do all the time any you know i mean I, this is just something we do i think generally as a um as a society but when when we're dealing with um, something that we're a little unknown about, right? I yeah. mean, it, it 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 complicates things, and then it it uh it, it we can't be on the same page, we can't be on the same level talking about things sometimes, and then people get confused, and then they get their feelings hurt or whatever because yeah. they're talking about this thing, and you know you're talking about something else. Um, so the definition of literal is uh, taking words in their usual or most basic sense without metaphor or allegory, uh, representing the exact words of the original text. That's another definition. Um, and for metaphor, we have a figure of speech in which a word or phrase is applied to an object or action, which it is not literally applicable. So it's kind of circular because they're both using metaphor or literal yeah. to they, they place each other, the definitions, as opposites. If you look up a work and energy, they do the same thing. It's, oh, yeah. You know, if you're trying to figure out what the word work means or the word energy means, they use each other. And so it's like, what, what, what's going on there? You know? uh-huh. um, <laughs> so basically, a metaphor is anything not literal. And, and literal, literal is, is not metaphoric. Not I think it's important, actually, that they're, they're in each other's definitions, too, because um, they are 
absolute opposites of each other you know they're doing absolutely different things um but they're totally tied together you know another definition of metaphor that's a little better is a thing regarded as representative or symbolic of something else especially something abstract so something that Uh, represents something else that starts to get a little better into what we're talking about here because i think that's a lot of times the the that's where we fall in and i'm not even sure like you know so combat you know, someone says that they're, like, studying combat. Mm-hmm. You know, like, whether or not they're using that. I mean, some people probably are using it metaphorically. But I wonder if some people are using, like, they're uh, using it literally, but just the, their definition, like, the definition of it is different than, mm-hmm. um, you know. And, and right. that's something that, that can have a wide variation a wide variance in definition of what you know you would call something to be to be combat yeah i mean and i think i think you know and so there's i used to always say you know like when you i still say because i'm not very old um (laughs) uh, uh you know it's like when you watch a movie and you watch a fight scene in a movie the way the fight scene looks in the movie is like how you feel when you're in a fight yes it's a representation of the uh, yeah, it yeah right. It's, it's like a it's dramatic and crazy of the, and yeah of the feeling more than a representation of the actual thing. Because if they showed you the actual thing, right, it, it looks it nothing look like yeah. It literally it would a, not be fun. a movie fight. Looks literally nothing like a fight in real life. But if you look at two people having a fight in real life, like if you look up a YouTube video of two people fighting, it looks nothing like how it feels. You know, right. and yes. so it's like yes. it's easy for people to see actual fights and go like, oh, that's nothing. Right. And it's like, no, it's something, you know, like yes. there's a lot going on because it feels different than it looks. You know? Right. So a metaphor is used to get across an idea or a feeling or something non tangible um, that's difficult to, to describe literally. Right. Right. It, it's a comparison of a sort or something like that. Right. And and I think when people say like, you know, like uh, I, I train for combat, that's one you can see thrown around a lot right train. now. And and they're not they're not literally using the word um, because they're not training to go into battle somewhere you know with an armed militia or something that's not right. what they're up to or um, any any kind of battle probably yeah yeah um, they're meaning to like you know have a, a little scuffle a little fight however the way it feels to them is like combat and so that's why they're using that word mm-hmm. and you could say it's justified the way they're using it but it is totally metaphor like mm-hmm. it is not what the word combat generally means you know but josh makes up a good point which is that maybe what's happening with the word combat is we're starting starting to twist and bend um the word to start to have new definitions that include um you know a fist fight versus a, maybe a more traditional understanding of combat which is you know a battle between two armies um well and i mean so, I, you know, know that we see it because you know they have all of these like uh MMA matches, the Combat Americas or whatever, you know, where right, they call right, it. Right, 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 right. And so I think that they that we've uh, people have taken the word and sort of twisted it a little bit. Um, but you know, in other cases, Warrior, for example, is one that like I think is is a more uh, apt representation of what you're talking about where people are like i'm a warrior well are you yeah i mean <laughs> you know but see like okay so a friend of mine actually was talking about the one warrior and he was saying that um tim tim kennedy had said you know and tim kennedy if you don't know who he is he's a 
ex uh, special forces yeah. guy you know he's, he's he's he really is a warrior and really has been in combat he also was like you know top 10 mma fighters in the ufc or something you know so he also has a sport background and he's also done a bunch of classical martial arts so you know on all fronts you could say this guy's a total martial artist tim kennedy was talking about uh, being a warrior in the ufc mm-hmm. and my friend was saying well if tim kennedy says it then it just it's true you know and he's justifying it because he's like well that guy knows exactly what war is is." right so he would yeah and so i think it's the same kind of thing you're saying is that like you know you could say well quite literally being a warrior just means to like deal with adversity great adversity you know and come through it and be strong strong while doing it and um uh i mean i uh, that is a literal use and and so combat i guess you could also say it's literal use but not Really, you know, like it, 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 to me, it always has to be a metaphor for what's happening, you know? So I think a little bit where we're getting into right now, because we're talking a lot about the language aspect of it, you're getting into the debate between prescriptivism and descriptivism. Right. Um, so I, I had to look up the words because I was like, oh, it's like that thing that I've heard about. Um, I'd forgotten the words. But so pres- prescriptivism is essentially that. Um, there is language that is uh, right and language that is wrong right. to use to just so like that basically that the, the definitions of things are stuck in, and they are what they are and if you use the word wrong then it's wrong right so like um, this is the idea that um, you could find a right way to to say something um, usage of a word um, versus you know you could point out hey you're using that word wrong that's right. not what that right. means right where descriptivism basically says that the way that people use the words is the right way and that we should take the definitions from how people are using the word. So, for example, something um, being hot in the sense of, like, cool or, like, awesome, you know? Um, Someone who's prescriptivist, when that word started being used to mean, like, um, they would freak out. Awesome. awesome. They'd be like, well, that's not what hot means. Hot means, you know, right. literally temperature-wise, right. whatever. Um, but someone descriptivist would say, well, but people are using it now to mean that it, that something is awesome or likable, whatever. And so that is what hot means right. now, too. Right. Um, bad versus bad. Right, exactly. And so I think combat starting, if you look at it descriptivist then you can start to count these new definitions that people are right. are using it to mean being valid. So it would be valid. But if you're saying or if you're being prescriptivist, then we would stick to the original definition of combat, whatever that is. And then once again, you'd have to go, what does original mean? Because right. definitions right. change. So it's, it's I mean, difficult. <laughs> well, and then also you have to look at the person's intent in the way that they're saying the word. Because sometimes True. I think the truth is they are using it metaphorically, whether they know it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they know, and they may they may also be using the word incorrect. You know? I mean, I'll give you a great example of this because this has got Maya and I talking about this is... Um, Someone had uh, Maya had asked on an Aikido forum, you know, why uh, why do you train Aikido? And she had some different kind of questions, you know. And um, uh, she, one of the guys had responded, um, "I um, I study Aikido um, to understand more about combat." And Maya said, "Okay, I'd like some clarification. Do you mean combat, as in uh, I'm going to go to war uh, with the militia, or am I going? I'm paraphrasing, uh, or am I going to uh, fight over a bar stool? You know." And um, the guy responded, "It's I don't look at them as being different things. They're the same. And right. here's where that gets us into a lot of trouble, right? There's a lot of trouble because I don't care if you want to be prescriptivist or descriptivist right. about this. Um, they are different they are things. Right, like, right, right. they are mm-hmm. totally different things. And being a master in one will not necessarily prepare you for mastery in another one, right. you know? And so being nitpicky over words can seem really like... 
why it doesn't matter just you know we all know what i mean but you all know what i mean is such right a, but see but i do think, you right and see so i think it's more it's not so much being nitpicky about words mm-hmm. it's being nitpicky about like uh about about meaning about right. like someone's meaning but that that has to be thrown back on the the person, person using who's the using the word yes. to be like look man you can't just say that you you know and, like, and so it becomes incumbent on on us having conversations to do what you did which is pick at that and go like no man that can't we can't just let that stand and that was my you, exact point you, you know, as soon as the like, guy used i study aikido for combat i was like oh this is someone who hasn't thought much about why they study aikido right. beyond just saying combat right which is a non-answer to me well and also um, and so picking, hasn't thought a lot about combat right. either because if he had right. he probably wouldn't have said combat necessarily right. i mean and know? i think you know i think this kind of stems back to you know so at one time say pre-1994 um, when anyone said, I do martial arts, um, everyone pictured what they did. They wear um, some kind of pajama-looking outfit, and they <laughs> you know, they chop boards, and they maybe do some point sparring or something chop like that, board, and that's, right. what, that's what that is, right? And so then when MMA kind of started to come around, I think people said, like, well, this is clearly more than martial arts. Right, it's a so different we need a word animal. to describe how wow. it's more so people don't think we're, like, trying to break bricks or point sparring, you know? Mm-hmm. And so when that, when that happened they started saying, okay, we'll use a dramatic word to try and impress upon people what happened. But see, what happened is... You you mean combat? Right, yeah, 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 combat or warrior. I mean, same thing, right. you know, like, uh, I am a warrior, you right. know, like, uh, mm-hmm. like meaning I go through real drudgery, you know, I don't just, right. you know... Do, this is clearly do, more hardcore than whatever people were doing exactly before. Exactly right, yes. So we gotta find we're a more to hardcore word. And so, and that's cool, and it did its initial job, which was to, like, let everyone know, hey, this is harder stuff than we used to do. But the problem is, it's still not as hard as going to war and murdering people and potentially being murdered and, okay. like, having shrapnel in your arm and having to... You know, like all the stuff right. that goes with that, and so it's like it's like well, cool. But now everyone needs to realize. Now we need to step step it back, some. Right. right? It's Be- very different than stepping into a war torn country and right. seeing children getting bombed right. and right. like you know. And so, what word are we supposed to use for combat now? Right. right. Ultra combat. Ultra. Right. You know, like super super mega dude combat. combat. You know, like yeah, mega combat. Right. And so it, it becomes ridiculous, and it's like, okay, there was a reason that we had to do that for a while, but we have to grow past that reason now, or we won't see the limitations of where we are now, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's the whole reason, and I know we harp on this on a lot of episodes, is because we really feel like like you have to be clear about what it is you're saying and how you feel about things in order to, to best communicate yourself to other people so you can argue your point or learn something from someone yes, else or yes. recruit a new student like like using the, the clearest language you can allows you to better communicate yes and doing that will help you to achieve whatever goal it is you have much better than than being vague and i think we should in the all, long term we should all martial artists mm-hmm. all of us right now whenever we enter into a debate we should be ready absolutely to explain what we mean and and ask what people mean by words and we shouldn't be offended by it and we shouldn't be butthurt and we shouldn't be like oh come on you know what i mean you know what you i know mean. what that is and i i think I, I don't think anyone should get us wrong here that like we shouldn't be using metaphor because I think we should use metaphor sure, because it's a powerful rhetorical tool. Well, and, right, and sometimes it, uh, they, like we have to. I think. I think. I mean, there's no, like, like you said, in, in, if you're describing something that maybe is uh, 
non-describable, indescribable, um, then they, you have no choice but to go a different way with it. And, that, and that's why metaphors exist, right? right? Because you can use something that everyone is familiar with to, as a standing for the thing. That it's like there's there's certain things that you kind of have. Yeah, like Josh said, you have to use metaphor for. It's like trying to explain to someone who's blind what what things look like because they have no frame of reference whatsoever for what things look like right. if they've been blind their whole lives you have to use metaphor or red you know, is comparison. hot or blue is cold right or... yeah and saying imagine um you know the sound like this that's kind of what this thing looks right. like or you know what right. i mean right. like right. Right. you have to use a metaphor a comparison something but the thing to is help them understand we have to then begin to grow beyond the metaphor so right. why we use the metaphor is because we're trying to convey a point about an idea that is a little ambiguous yes. and so because it's a little ambiguous we need to say it's like this thing and then people go oh oh but as we begin to master that thing yeah. then we need to actually have words that are correct it becomes its own thing, thing. Right. It's like trying to explain something to a child. Like a lot of the times a child will ask, what does, you know, insert big word here, you know, what does that mean? And as a, like a, a friend or a parent or something explaining to a child, it's like, well, they don't have a frame of, re like you can't give them a strict def definition because right. they probably wouldn't even understand that. Right. So you have to give them, well, you know, disingenuous kind of means like right. somebody who's like, Lying and they, you know what I mean? Like, you right, have to right. give them some kind of example or a comparison because otherwise it's going to go right over their heads. Right. Um, and so it's really, metaphor really powerful. And useful and, and great. Well, and it is, and exactly like Chris said, uh, you know, the reason that we see it is because it served a purpose, right? Yeah. Which was to uh, explain to people that the, the thing that we are doing now is different on a, a, a emotional level on a feeling level of whatever mm -hmm. than what came previously so you know we're not breaking boards can't hit back or whatever right right, right, so right, like, right um it's that kind of thing and so at one at one point in time that was a useful thing because then you could go oh okay yeah we're studying combat stuff right right but now a hundred percent I think we can't do that anymore, you know, or uh, we run some risks by doing that. Right. And one of the risks is we we lose sight of what it even is that we're doing, and then we end up having all these conversations about what things are good for that we would never really have if we could just, from the very beginning, set out, like, this is what we're talking about, this is what we're dealing with. Right. Right. It's, you know, and it's like this got really popular for a while, you know, people using the word literally to precede something yes. as oh, metaphor literally. for something, you know? So, like, I've heard a news reporter say, it's literally raining cats and dogs. And it's like, well, sir, I, I do not believe that it's literally <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. raining cats and dogs. However, you are using a metaphor out of the word literal mm -hmm. to create the idea in my head that it truly it is, is raining right. a lot. It's, um... It's like we feel like we need to hyperbolize yes. further and further, and um, and so we want to emphasize by using these bigger words, right. these more powerful words. It is literally the worst thing in the yes. world. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. it's, it's not literally the worst thing in the world. It is metaphorically, maybe. <laughs> Right, possibly. Thing in the world. But but so as you know, I think 
if you care about martial arts, you know, if any of us care about martial arts, then what we have to do is is be able to step step to the side. And that's not to say that we can't use those words, you know, like be a warrior, you know, like so, you know, when you're saying that, to some, like if I say that to one of my kids, I'm not saying like go join the armed forces and go make war. Right. Um, what, what I'm saying is show me warrior like, you know. Traits, right. um, and and I'm 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 making a metaphor out of that, so it is strong and it really hits the kid hard. But anyone who hears me knows that. And if they said, "Chris, are you just telling that Why kid to be strong, you or are you telling him to go make war on a country?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No, I'm absolutely not." And I would never confuse the two myself, like when I'm using it. Right. So if you are using metaphor, you personally need to be very clear yeah. that it's yeah. metaphor right. or right. it's literal. Yeah. And so that that then brings in you know this this question about you know this guy who's saying like you know combat um, does he even does he know whether or not he's using a metaphor or not and his his reply may leads me to believe maybe he doesn't um, yeah. and therein is where you have the problem so it would be like. You know, you tell someone kid to go be a warrior, and people are like, "Why would you ever tell a kid to go do that? That's insane!" Right? Or uh, to me, even worse is the kid goes and, and breaks a bunch of boards right, and goes, right. "Now I'm a warrior." Right? It's, right? Well, but you're not. You know, like it's right? Awesome and then funny. and then tries to go out and do real warrior stuff, and then with his skills <laughs> in board breaking. <laughs> That sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. I picture like all these Marines, like, you know, on the beach of somewhere, and then like this guy coming up in his white outfit with his board, and he breaks it on his head, and he's like, I am ready. But you know what's really <laughs> funny, though, is like, <laughs> so you laugh at that, but that's like, if you look at pop culture, that's sort of the thing that that happened, right? When you see all these, these movies, these like ninja movies and whatever in the 80s, where that's what would happen, right? That's Someone true, would like, uh, you know, come out and they would pop out with a gun and a dude would disarm them with his uh, kicks and his uh, flourishes or whatever, um, which is the exact same thing that you're talking about. And so I think that's also created a lot of problems is that like, um, in order to sell the thing, right, the martial art, mm -hmm. um, we allowed it to like over exaggerate, like, right? Um, not not only in in you know pop culture or whatever, but like in the re like how people would talk about it. And I think there are a lot of people who go out and break bricks and and, and whatever, and then think that gives them a, a different kind of power, right? You know, because right. obviously, if you can break a brick, awesome. How that translates into actual, you know, altercations right. is questionable. Right, right. It, right. Or it should be. But for a lot of people, I don't think it is. I think people, yeah. you know, um, and you you see it when you see these videos of little kids breaking boards. And then everyone thinks it's awesome. And it's like, it is awesome. Yeah. But maybe not in the way that you think it's right, awesome. Right, right. It's funny to me because... Um, the people on the, we'll say, I don't know, the, I hate this, but the, the martial side of okay. Aikido, or, okay. you know, the people that are, like, into, like, calling it combat, combat. right? right. Um, those are all people that have become, um, uh, like, they've realized that a lot of traditional martial arts are not what they think they are. In terms of like they they realize that there's something more than just breaking boards, right? That, right. that there's a, a a wider world well, of self defense or martial arts or whatever. Go ahead, I'll I'll key this and remember it when okay. you're done. Um, 
and and so they feel like they've um they've removed the veil so to speak of right. martial arts right. and, and they feel right. like they're, yes. they're they've got some great insight right and they do right they've 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 stepped out of that world and, and realizing that there's a larger world out there but at the same time and and they've realized that it's just a metaphor right the 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 becoming a warrior or the the breaking boards it's a metaphor of sorts which is that really what's happening is you're becoming a better person but you're not actually becoming a, a super secret you know ninja that's going to kill people or something but those are still people that have are, are stuck in a different kind of metaphor right, right. Of yes i mean right. i think when you when you separate the word martial from martial art and you right. say it is more martial right. i think that's a metaphor totally you right. know like martial art as a word i think perfectly mm-hmm. describes a thing but then when you pull the word out well you have to think about this and you said it right mm-hmm. the breaking of board is a metaphor Right. Right? Because yeah. that right. skill isn't... Right. Yeah. Yeah. Boards don't fight you. Yeah. Right. Brick right. not hit so back. Yeah. The that's thing the thing in itself is a metaphor. Um, and I think you have to kind of understand that as well. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and the fact that if even if you're doing something else, that also is a stand-in for the thing. Right. 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 I mean, if, if, if like, ultimate combat is, you know, like, I, I don't even know the word to you because we, we can't say we can't say the words anymore because they've lost their meaning, you know. <laughs> but, but what I mean is, like, you know, if an absolute life and death situation is what you're trying to prepare for, breaking bricks or wrestling on the ground or any of the stuff you do in training is not the right. thing. Right. And so that is all just kind of metaphorical for, totally. for what it is you're doing, right. you know. Right. Yeah. So I think those people they feel like they've they've um, they've taken off the rose colored colored glasses of traditional martial arts so to speak and they're like there's no guru on the mountain the only solution to becoming a badass is to train really hard and and do live training right and that's like oh they've taken off those that metaphor so to speak or they've let go of that metaphor but they've stepped into another one. Yeah. which is this whole other like I'm going to become a warrior and you know study combat sports and um, sports, I believe that combat sport, right? Well, I mean that's really yeah. And um, I believe that, that you know wrestling on the ground is the ultimate way to become you know martially unstoppable or something. I was hanging out with a bunch of my friends once, um, you know, my peers, like people who I did martial arts with when I was a kid, and uh, uh, several of them were saying how they hate the word martial arts and they don't like martial arts, and uh, and I, I, it was really shocking to me because I, I have never changed my opinion about what the word martial arts means. And so um, I, I was I was slowly gathering that what they're saying is, you know, they, they hate the idea of like breaking bricks and stuff, yeah. and they want to do something that's more in their opinion, pragmatic, you know? So like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or Muay Thai or something like that, that's more pragmatic. And and that to them is what they call combat sports. Right. And and they don't like martial arts. But to me, it's like, well, martial arts really is what all of that stuff is. Like all, right. all of the stuff we do as civilians in our spare time, even if we think we're doing it for self-defense, it's all still just martial art because we're not going to go kill someone or, you know, like to do combat. Right. We're not right. going to do that, you know? Yeah. And we're really not, even if the the self-defense aspect, you know, um, it's like a one in whatever that that's thing, those things will ever be right. you, sh- you, issued. You, you know? have like, to do something repeatedly. And this is why knife fighting systems don't really exist in my opinion. But like you have to do something repeatedly, the thing a whole bunch of times before you can become a master of it. So it's really hard to become a self-defense expert because you're apparently doing a lot of offending in order to have to <laughs> right, defend right, yourself right, that right. much. Having, you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Or you're just 
the most unlucky person in the world yeah. who happens to stumble into weird situations. Right. You know, you so, have to pick a lot of fights in order yes. to practice yourself real world self defense. Yes, skills. and then it, it's very arguable that well, you're still not doing self defense because you chose you to get right. into all those fucking right. fights. Right. Like, exactly. Um. So so it's it's a it's a weird like area anytime that like you have to be you actually have to do the thing to be good at the thing. And so if 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 that you're not actually doing the thing, you're just doing an art form of it. And there's nothing wrong. I say I'm just, but yeah. but you are just doing something else, you know? Yeah. Well, and for some things, I would put knife fighting probably uh, in this. You, there is again, not there's no other way. Right? Like I know you can't get in knife fights all the time because you you will die or you'll get cut or you'll lose right, fingers right. and like who wants to do that? I mean maybe there's some crazy people that do. So if you're interested in that thing, there is no other choice. It's the same way sometimes you have to use a metaphor. Sometimes right, there is that's the no best other, we have. Right. So like you study martial art because you want to do this thing without actually doing the thing. Right. Because right. it's the best option that we have. Yeah. It's the most realistic. Yeah, right. it's the. It's like trying to explain energy. You know, right. you're gonna have to use metaphors to explain something, yes. a concept like energy in in martial arts, for example. Um, and so that's the best we've got, and and that's that's fine, because it's a hard concept to get at. And I think, you know, we're not advocating for completely throwing out words that are ambiguous, because those are important to have for certain concepts because there are concepts that are kind of ambiguous and that you want to just throw some things under a general term to get it an idea. Um, but to do that without thought, to do that without any intention whatsoever, like you lose communication points. Lots of them. I feel like I, I saw, I don't remember who it was. It was some like actory actor. It was like John Travolta or, Keanu Reeves or something. Anyways, he was doing like an actor's studio. That's an actor, actor. I uh, this thing. Uh, John Travolta, Keanu. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like, I mean, <laughs> like, not yeah, just yeah, yeah. are they like a known actor and have done a lot but of work. They're like but a, they think of yeah, themselves yeah. as an actor. Yeah. Right. You know, like, like a real oh, thespian. Actor. You know, right, like. Yeah. But but yeah, I'm saying that with a my my tongue thoroughly planted in my cheek. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, and you know, those guys are fine. They're great. Right. Um, but but what I'm saying is, it was like an actor's workshop, and um, I don't remember whoever it was said like uh you know, words are not what they mean. And then the Actors Workshop guy's like, what? And he's like, uh, words are not what they mean. The word heart is not a heart. And the word air is not air. And, like, he's trying to have this really deep moment. But but it's like, to anyone listening to that, like, so that's the kind of thing, it you know, like, you get stoned and, and you have for yourself. And you're like, whoa, hair is not hair. Hair is not you know? hair. Like, right, right. Heart like, is not heart. Definitely had that moment. Right. But, but like, when you're talking to other people, it's like, well, yeah, I get what you're saying, but that's fucking weird, you know? And so if you go too far to the other side, like, trying right. to be ultra literal, it's like, well, that also becomes right. ridiculous, because, you know? Right. Then you fall on the then same thing. Then you can't thing. live. Right. Yeah, you can't right. live. It's just too much You cannot communicate because all words mean yes, not they mean they, nothing. Right. That's exactly mean nothing, right. So, but the fucking give up, like, I guess. We have to like <laughs> all we have to do really is be able to get on the same page. Right. And yes. so you have to realize when you say something, it's like, well, I need to maybe take right. the time to stop and explain what that means. Because also, yeah, words are symbols. So you know, <laughs> if you keep breaking it down, right, it's like everything's just a symbol. Right. So, uh, 
Right. Right. There, so essentially, I, you have to just figure out how to speak the same language with somebody or and, and establish your own language and either have people come speak your language or take the time to learn somebody else's yes, language. Yes. Either way, right. just in, communicate in the same language. That's right. And if we could do that instead of doing what we do all the time now, when you look at Internet forums, it's just like, oh, you know what I mean? Oh, you know what that is? Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, you know, if I say to someone like, oh, you guys wrestle on the ground, they're like, oh, you're just you're demeaning our beautiful <laughs> art. And it's like, well, your beautiful art is wrestling on the ground. And I like to wrestle on the ground, don't get me wrong, but that's really all that martial art is. And if we if we take it in for what that is, then that's just what that is, you know? Or I think, too, it's like a lot of times people, like, really don't want to just admit that someone else is saying it right, you know? Yeah. Like, for in the wrestling on the ground example, it's like, well, it's more than wrestling on the ground. Okay, well, what is it? And they explain it. It's like, okay, so it's wrestling yeah, on so the yeah. ground. You know? It's like, like, like... You're just being difficult for difficult's sake. Like, just like oh, so, yeah, agree with me that it's wrestling on the <laughs> ground, so we can move ground. on and talk about what's actually interesting about whatever point you're making. Right. You know? and, and see, I think you know, for people like that, I, I think they're trying to make a valid point, also, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, like th- there is more than just the simple. Like that, we've put a lot into it, so mm-hmm. there are a lot of skills and techniques and 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 strategies and tactics we're using that are beyond what just the average person wrestling around on the ground is. And it's like, well, that's true. Right. But in the grand scope, it is still oh, just right. wrestling on the ground. I, I think you're getting at a good thing here, which is that like the the medium that you're using to speak about a thing um, doesn't have to be a metaphor for the thing itself. So, for example, um, ba- like making a short sentence and saying, "Oh, so so wrestling or you know Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is essentially wrestling on the ground," that doesn't inherently carry any negative or positive weight. To it so you, like they're reading what you're saying as oh you're denigrating or you're oversimplifying right. what i'm saying by just you know making a you know forward sentence to describe what it is i do because there's really actually a lot more into it so if you really wanted to you could just I, you know i could talk for paragraphs and paragraphs and that's right. really what what's awesome about it and it's like just because you're using a simple phrase to describe the thing does not mean that there's that's inherently good or bad and you're making a judgment about that you know right like, yes i think that's exactly right so this is like a weird tangent, but this has made me think of this. Like, I've noticed that the way people talk nowadays, and this is because we've developed a way to, to speak in, um, in text. Um, a lot of the pe- people of my generation don't use periods um, when they text back and forth. And um, Josh and I use periods all the exclusively. time. Exclusively. Right. So when I started talking to <laughs> you guys a lot over... Exclamation points, all yeah. sorts of things. Yeah. Right. I put them all and, in there. And, and like... Commas. So like... What the fuck I need a comma for, right. but I'll put it in there. Right. I put them in yeah, I absolutely use <laughs> right. proper punctuation. Right. And that's the thing is, so like, like, no one should read into, you know, Chris texting me, sounds good, period. Right? No one should should interpret that as he's angry, but it's become a language that right. people of like I don't know I feel like me and all my friends and I, I don't want to generalize and say all millennials but I will um, that that sounds good period somehow implies that you're mad right or there's a there's a weight to it because right. right. you put that period right that period man so it's like <laughs> we we can't help but ascribe meaning to those little things um, especially when it's over not a uh, it's not a in person right you can't kind of you can't hear the context of right the, like you yeah so no... so i had to adjust to when i'm talking to chris and josh that sounds good period just means sounds good, sounds good. <laughs> i mean there's no other meaning right. there's no positive or negative connotation it just means what it says um but it's just it's so different right and so i think that's a thing that we get into when we're communicating especially in a non you know person-to-person medium that like 
just because you use a short sentence to describe something somehow means that you think less of it. Because mm -hmm. I've, I've encountered a lot of martial arts, martial artists online who feel the need when asked a question, a lot of them actually, um, you know, why do you do Aikido? They feel like they need to write like 14 paragraphs and that's not an exaggeration. Um, we be, made a whole freaking podcast out of it, so right. <laughs> you know, I think that's just the, the, that that's a good point. But and I, and I think that's like a martial artist thing, like you know? to over right talk and we, overthink because they love it and they've put so much time right. into See, it. This that is they, so weird because that I think you guys are exactly right. I agree totally, but at the same time, martial arts go combats, bar fighting, well, and right, also right, uh, right. fighting yeah. in another over country. They somehow oversimplify, the but motion. then also overcomplicate at yeah. the same time. It's wild. It's wild. <laughs> they con they they overexplain the parts that don't need to be explained. Yeah, yes. yeah. We're all and martial under, artists. We get it. We get the rest key of it. Is in your hada, <laughs> and yeah, we get it, man. Right. The parts that need to be explained, for instance, yeah, what, what, but yeah, the, the parts. I, 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 it's probably, I guess, it's because we're bad at talking about that, and that's so why we do ignore that, and we are good at talking about the other stuff. Well, and that is true. That is something that happens, I think, and I've seen. Uh, we we kind of see this uh, in 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 technique and in practice a lot of times, where um, the pieces of a of a form, let's say, or the piece of the the technique that you don't really get or that you don't you struggle with you just kind of go through it quickly get it over with right you it's like i just want to get it through i know basically how it is so i'll lie and i think this is the same thing where it's like i don't really know much about this so what i'm gonna do is just say it and and just you know right 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 use, right, a, right, use right. a general term like combat to just kind of glaze over right. the fact that you have i mean hard stuff hardcore right. stuff right right instead of because either and, and this may not be happening like consciously but they just haven't given it thought they don't have any other language they haven't developed a language for it so combat is what it is and they just throw it out there right well fighting's just fighting yeah it's yeah. just just fighting it's just fighting and also, fighting's all there is. There's nothing to conflict that's not fighting. Right. Well, that's right. true. That's, don't get me started <laughs> Wait on Wait a minute. <laughs> well, I'm confused now because you're saying conflict and fighting, and I always thought they were the same thing. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's just like there's just a lack of, like, um, thought to something. You know what I mean? Like, like th there are some situations where um, you can – write 14 paragraphs about why you do Aikido. But to like read the room and go like, I probably don't need to write 14 paragraphs at this very moment because it seems like that's These not really the These people all do Aikido. Yeah. Right. And that's not really the question being asked here. Like, can I simplify and, and communicate what I'm feeling um, and not add extra because they don't really need my life story or right. something, you right. know? Right. I think that's a real, um, we were listening to some Aikido Zoom talk recently um, that had happened, and it was like it was supposed to be an hour. And oh boy, <laughs> Chris made a comment. He was like, "Okay, so it's been a half hour, and they haven't even gotten through introductions because everyone's like so busy, like telling their life story." So it was 1978, really? and my friend had suggested that I should try this new exciting martial art. And it's like we all have that story. Yeah, we we've all, all got we that story. We all yes. have that story. Yeah, bro, you know. We did that. And like, unless I I came to you looking for that story from you because I like your storytelling or I right. want to know about you. Like, let's all get to the topic at hand, which is, you know, whatever the topic of the Zoom meeting was, right, you know, right, right. how to get students or whatever. Right, right. So, like, it's like, in some ways, like, read the room, you know, because we're very contextual. And so it's like, what is the context of this 
conversation that we're having right now. Right. And and do you need to give more detail or do you need to give less detail depending on, or do you actually need to think about what you're going to say because it is a conversation. And so people want to know what you mean by combat. People want to know what you mean by warrior, you know? Yes, yes. When I think, <laughs> but part of that is just it's so easy. Uh, and this is why I think it's incumbent on uh, all of us, but, you know, those of us who are, are interested to force those questions and force people into that thing because it's so easy to just be like yeah i do martial arts what do you do oh i do some kickboxing down at the thing Mm -hmm. you know or like whatever um and not have to think about not like not there's no reason for most people necessarily to even give a thought to why you a why i would do aikido like you know i just like it or whatever most people probably have a reason who knows how deep they get into it but they don't necessarily have a reason to know what how they would define combat or even right. what you know yeah. so you know in some ways it's like yeah it's incumbent like if we care about it those of us who do to ask those questions and right. then and then be prepared to ask follow-ups to right. kind of like be able to set up like a system to explain some things for them yeah, there was, so going back to talking Picking about, on this guy. I know. Yeah, or lady who, and you know, I, right. I, I don't know anything about it. but <laughs> just, um, Don't come knocking <laughs> on my door. I don't know who you are. <laughs> um, and, and don't mean to do that, because I think that response isn't, like, out of the ordinary, is, is my other, you know, point. Is I don't think that's necessarily, you know. I think that's you see it all. The, I mean, I think we've talked about they, we talk about it all the time. Everything is just it's one. Everything's one thing. Martial arts, right? Right. Well, it just depends again on the context. Like I, I've learned that when my grandma asks me, "Oh, how's the dojo?" It's really like she wants like a two sentence answer. You know, she's not really interested in the you know fine details of you know the class that we well, had. Yes, the right. Day. You know right. what I mean? And so it's like it's up to me to read the room to go. Right. I don't need to give her my life's history here. Um, she just wants to know. She's just small talking, yeah, you right, know. Right. Where when we are in a like an Aikido specific discussion group or in a martial arts specific discussion group, you should expect if you answer someone's question or if you insert yourself into the conversation that people will question you. And it should be on the stuff that we don't already know, you know. So like you know, if your grandma asks you, you know, what martial art do you do? Uh, you could say Aikido. It's the martial art of peace and harmony, and I'm interested in it because I would like to resolve my conflicts without having to fight someone. You know, whatever, right? Okay, that's cool because Grandma doesn't know what Aikido is and know anything right. about that. So that's awesome. But then when you're talking to a group full of Aikido people, please don't don't Define share the story I- that we all have. Right. You know, and so then just talk about the part that we don't know because. That's the part you can't share with your grandma because she wouldn't know what you're talking right. about. You know, the right. subtleties of kokute, right? And it's like, <laughs> I don't, grandma didn't know what you're talking about, you know, but I might. And so might a room of Aikido people. And then in that, be ready to explain all the parts of the things you mean, you right. know? Because if someone Next goes, episode, oh, hey, I've way. never heard um, in my dojo, right? I've never heard in my dojo the word hadogi. Can you explain what that right. means? You should be able to explain sure. that. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, you know. You should also be able to, to talk about what you're talking about because right. it is an Aikido right. And you don't have to have a caveat for everything, right? Right. Yeah. I think we got a little bit away from literal and, uh, literal and metaphor, but I yeah. think that it's all in that same it's realm. All, yeah, it's all tied up, <sighs> yeah. you know, in that idea of, 
I mean, it's. I think you know, because it's an art. It gets confused. I mean, think about any art that people right. have to people you can't talk about. Talk Just about music. Art go, is, go. Is a, yeah, right. you know, talk right. about like whatever. It's like you can't really do it. So, I mean, you you can, but it, it's difficult. So it obviously it's it's going to be a difficult thing. But we have the fact that we're even thinking or asking the questions about talking about it is should be the point. You know, because I think most people are good enough to leave it alone i think this is hilarious and i think it's also very apropos that on this podcast we talk as much about aikido as we talk about talking about aikido <laughs> right <laughs> that's right. really true <laughs> and it's called aikido discuss so you know i mean like it makes it we have a lot of episodes where we're just like here's how you should probably talk uh, about aikido like if you got a point to make let's try and make it real clear like this well or, and he, yeah but it's very meta <laughs> yeah but i think that the that's it has to come from there because if we can't talk about it, then it, nothing is ever going to happen. Yeah, that's right. Like if we can't – and I think a lot of the struggles that we we have personally within the community come from the fact that um, we, we haven't figured out necessarily a way to talk with the larger community. Um, you know, like the way that we talk about it, and that's why we did the podcast, and I think why some people gravitate toward it, listening to it is because they, they do appreciate the way that we've been able to talk about it, right? Yeah. Um, and, and too, like, I don't know, in all of our different experiences online and interactions with Aikido people, like, we've gotten these questions that are like, like, you know, someone said like, oh, well, last time um, I was scared to answer your question because I had posed a question on the Aikido group. Because you're mean. Um, you're, yeah, well, Maya's like, so you, mean. you're wrong. Apparently, because <laughs> um, this dude was like, well, I, I'm afraid to answer because last time, you know, you, you had follow-up. And it's just like, dude, like, you inserted yourself onto this chain. So, like, that's the whole point is to have a conversation. And if you I have follow-up follow questions, questions, like, don't take it personal. Like, <laughs> you know, or like people being like, um, commenting on Chris's videos, like, you talk too much. It's a fucking instructional video. Like, of course he's talking. Like, and if you don't like how much he's talking, then like, don't watch it. I guess. Like, you know, like. Well, and I, I mean, I think that actually is a true story, and that's a, a fair thing because I think for most Aikidos, we probably do more instruction, like verbal instruction, yeah. explaining than a lot of than most places. I would think, and so I think that's. And the reason we're able to do that is because we figured out a way to talk about it. Right. And I think a lot of the reason that others don't is because they don't have a, re- you know, so they can show you all day. Right. They can show you what to do all day. And if you watch what they're doing and, you know, you whatever. But when it comes to talking about it, to explaining it, to taking it apart, putting it back together in a verbal communication, they can't. Right. That's where it begins and to break down. I've, I've heard the comment um, that... Uh, it should be, you know, uh, it should be obvious. Like you should be able to just look at Aikido and understand what's happening. Like mm, you know what I mean? Man. That like that you it should I've only require spent, uh, twenty how many years? <laughs> right. No, I mean, I've, I've really heard this concept of like like um it should speak for itself essentially, and and that just makes me go wow like you are 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 looking at it as literal when like there are like lots of metaphors that are happening. If this makes any sense, so like. 
I don't know, to me, understanding that, like, watching something visually is not the same, like, learning-wise, not the same as understanding why the thing is happening. Right. Because then what happens is you get people copying the way something looks rather than the way something is or the way something feels. And so it's like we need to be able to communicate verbally or in other ways, not just by looking at what's happening. We need to be able to communicate what is happening, why, what it feels like from the inside, what you should be going for when you're doing it, rather than just oh, he looks just like this, so I'm going to make myself look just like that. You know, because then you, you something's right, lost there. Right, right. You know? It's funny, one of my students recently asked, um, uh, how do I approach new weapons? So if I'm going to learn a new weapon, how do I approach it? And I said, well, I honestly think the, the basic and most simple way to say it is what Masashi said, which is, you know, listen to the weapon, and the weapon will tell you how it's supposed to be used. You know, Masashi said that, yeah. okay? But if you don't know anything about weapons, then you don't know how to listen to the weapon, you know? And like when I approach new weapons, it's because I've dealt with dozens of weapons at this point. Like I I do just kind of. Also, we're talking metaphors and literal. That that phrase. That'll that'll get you right there. That'll get you. Yeah. You cut your ear to it. You're what do you tell me? Tell me. What do you. Maybe if I put it in my pillow while I sleep, it will talk to me in my dream. Right. And, and you know, so I think if you were an expert in a bunch of different martial arts systems, you could just look at Aikido and go, oh, it's basically this. Right. This is what the martial arts about. But no no person who hasn't already done dozens of martial arts could possibly look at Aikido and know what it is, you know? Right. And so that's why we need that verbal communication to go, okay, well, start with this kind of thing. Right. Try this. See how it feels when you do this. Rather than do like just watch me and do what i'm doing or or do you know what i mean because it's like and that's the troubleshooting part right. of it too you know it's like you can't troubleshoot that you know right so, because like, there's just one source right um and so it becomes very problematic and we all know you know grab my hand <laughs> this way no not that way not that way not that right. way it's not that hand not that no. hand no so there's like a bazillion different ways to you know right and when you explain uh, like how something's supposed to feel or the idea behind the thing, you you uh, circumnavigate the issues that come up with the grab my hand, no that way, no that way, oh, not that way, because you you get to the, the source, you get to the heart of the thing rather than going like, this is how it should look because everybody's body's different. Everybody right. does stuff differently. Everybody, you know, has their own twist on stuff. Well, and so if I if I just did Aikido just like Josh all the time, then you then would I, be awesome. <laughs> uh, well, look cool. It would become something else right, because right. my body is not right. like Josh's, right, and right. I, you know, I'm I'm approaching it from a different mental well, place. Maybe, and taking you know? out of context, you know, grab grab someone right. Mm-hmm in however many ways there are to grab someone. But if you put it in context of what you were trying to accomplish, suddenly that that can be cleared up. There's only, for my goal, there's maybe one or two ways to to grab, right. to get that goal, and there's one way that's gonna do it the best. Right. Um, and so I think that kinda... Having that clear communication, yeah, yeah can clear up a lot of those issues of like everyone does this different. Right. But you got to be able to you got to be able to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. And, and martial arts, generally, and I don't know if that happens. I mean, I guess it's happening a lot right now, where like Aikido uh, people and me and I don't I'm not sure it happens the other way, but are talking about other martial arts and where I, trying to understand where Aikido fits into the grand grander scheme. 
Question mark? I mean, I think that is what's happening. Yeah. And I just think there's a bunch of radical ideas on all sides, you know, about what that means. But it's we're, a we're it's getting a, there. It's we're a productive time. Yeah. It is a productive time. Yeah. I honestly, I think I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. I yeah. have had uh, a lot of great uh, epiphanies, great thoughts come up because of, I mean, a lot because of this, this and knowing that every week we have to come up with topic (laughs) Um, but also just you know in the discussions and things that I am seeing where and I see someone say something and it triggers in me like oh what's he trying to do there and then we have I have a whole tangent that I go down yeah yeah I think the more that you engage with stuff the more you get a sense of what people are thinking what people are saying you know what's what's out there which I mean no duh but like to me that's the best thing that I've gotten out of interacting with other Aikido people and people doing other martial arts is like what is it that people that other people think you know what are they how are, how are they understanding this thing that we all do and what are the different perspectives and how can I communicate better with them so that I can help them see what I see or, or see what they see you know right um, but if you go into it with a mindset of just I'm just gonna tell them my thing bah, you know then there's no listening happening yeah all right, we're at 52 minutes. Oh, wow. Oh, and we're, we're really far away from metaphor and, and literal, but it, it was wrong. fun. Yeah. No, it's spring, it was sprinkled. Spring, we sprinkled, sprinkled it. Through, yeah. sprinkled that was the there. seasoning. <laughs> seasoning. <laughs> Let's um, go ahead and uh, thank our patrons, yeah? Yeah. All right. I also want to give a quick plug here mm. to um, Friday and so... Nope, never mind. Already I passed. give a plug. It already passed, and I... I too much. Too bad. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Not plugging anything. There was a thing that might up. have been happening that we that we yeah. kind of maybe missed. Uh-huh. Yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we will plug our own podcast um, by asking you to um, rate and uh, uh, share the podcast if you yeah. haven't already done so. Leave a review. Yes, re- leave a review. Um, and contact us if you have any podcast ideas or if you'd like to hear us talk about anything in particular. Kokute, if you want to hear about Kokute. Yeah. You brought that up. <laughs> um, and a good one. I think so. I think that would be really interesting. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much to our patrons. They make this podcast possible. And so we are forever in, indebted to forever. you. Forever. Till, till the, the podcast end of, is done. Till the end of time. Uh, Each one of your names will be put on our headstones. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> It'll just be... <laughs> Wait, who's in this grave? Is it Dave Dewberry? Is it Christopher Cito? Is it... <laughs> nice. I, those, that was good pulls. Those, those, yeah, nice. Um, okay, so thank you so much to Barrett Lippy, Ben Bear Wrestler Aldrich, ben, uh, Brad V, Brian Crowley, Brooke Ferragamo, Christopher Aceto, Constantinos Andrew, Dave Dubray, Floor Hanowick, Francis Cordon, Franz Martinson, Grant Templin, Hillary Jones, Jim Gallant, Jim Sullivan, Lenny Acuna, Lisa Klein, Marchinchis, Matt Mumford, Matt Riley, Michael Heed, Ocon Ayrton, Randy Stewart, Sam Sulian, Scott Burns, Ascension Center, Sharon Okada, Spider Man in San Jose, The Hatchet Man, Thomas Polino, Tommy Siv, and Yuli Simgu. All right. Thank you guys. Sorry if this podcast was a little loud. We had the air conditioner, uh, and then there was also a fan. And then also I changed the mic yeah. capsules because I'm trying to figure out a better combination of mics. Um, 
And we Chris is on that forever quest to find the perfect the perfect, perfect sound, yeah. the perfect sound. We might be switching to Sure SM57s. Ooh. Sure, if you're listening to this, yeah, we will send us, some. send us three uh, SM57s. We, we will, will plug gladly the plug the hell out of Sure. Every single I, I own several Sure devices, and I will talk about all of them and how yeah. I love them. <laughs> so moving on. <laughs> uh, Tip of the week. <laughs> Tip of the week, um, you should go and listen to Marshall Thoughts podcast. Mm, and yeah. you should also listen to, what's Francis Cordon's uh, podcast? A Thousand Exits. A Thousand Exits. So um, he's one of our listeners and and uh, he um, is a really great guy and are one of our Patreons as, patrons as well. Um, him and um, Jared, Jared Wilson. Wilson recently did a like cross podcast. Ooh, yeah, check thing. it out. Um, so you should check that out. Um, I don't know. Is that on both of their podcasts? Or I think is it... it's on both of their podcasts. Okay. Well, but you should hit up Martial Thoughts Podcast and A Thousand S Exits, and they're both um, kind of broad, right, martial arts podcasts? Uh, leaning, yeah. Okay. Well, you should check them out um, <laughs> and um, give them lots of love. Yes, that's so, good. Yeah, tip so shout out. Yeah, all right. Good, sure, good tip. sure, SM57s, oh three God. of them, send them to us. I will plug your yeah. stuff. Or, you know, Denny's if they... Denny's, man. I've been trying for Denny's for... I'm about to give up. Never. I mean, I'm going to go eat at Denny's, but I just don't think they're sending us any money. I I feel like anyone who would like to uh, have some sponsorship... Swain Mats. We would love to have some of your mats in our dojo, Um, Swain. Literally any martial arts related or food related sponsors. Yeah. If you have any hookups, like, reach out. Tozondo, we oh love God. your equipment. Please send us some. Tostino's real. pizza rolls. I don't care. Oh yeah, I'd take that. That's good. It's different. <laughs> okay. Different, but Let's, I'd take that. All right, we, we better get out of here podcast. before we uh, disgrace ourselves. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you for Until listening. Until next week.